welcome back to International Men in a Mystery, where we go through the Austin Powers movies one minute at a time, starting with International Man in Mystery. I'm Johnny, and I have a special guest this week, and he is... I am Christopher Dennis DeGuardia <laughs> of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Days. It's, it's funny to be of something now. Right? You're not just... I'm a listener. Yeah, <laughs> not, yeah just, not just here, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Happy to have you. Everybody, awesome. uh, send Chris all of the good vibes this week. He's feeling a little, little under the weather. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I can make okay, it. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll live. Yeah, I'll live through this. So we're going to be doing minute 66, and it begins with, honestly, throw me a bone here. <laughs> I, I love all of uh, I, lo- I love Doctor Evil's kind of like his his lack of patience with his underlings, but then when he gets like super awkward, he expects everyone to kind of like you know, uh, you know, service him. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I like how he. <laughs> I, I think yeah. I don't think he's being unreasonable, but then he turns around and becomes totally unreasonable. So I mean, he's the. He's the head head honcho, so he's allowed to be as unreasonable as he can be. That's true, yeah. I mean, he's got... And, you know, random task is, is holding fast. Didn't you guys say that you think he's, like, the most able... Yes. <laughs> the most able uh, henchman of the whole he's crew? He's the most reliable henchman. <laughs> he definitely is. And, I mean, you know, the, the ladies are just kind of dealing with it. You know, Frau and Miss uh, V over there. Mm-hmm. And I really like number two because I always think of um, I always think of him as uh, Dinozo's father in NCIS. Oh my god, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Oh, oh, really? I did. I hadn't oh, even no. like realized that until you just said it. I was like, oh wow, he really was. Oh man, yeah, totally. It's funny because like, you the movies kind of flow together for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you think of, like, Rob Lowe as number two. Sorry to move ahead so quickly. No. But I always forget that Dinozo's father is is number two. How? Do, what do you think about him? Do you think he... Does he wish that Dr. Evil never woke up? Like, is he just, like... Did it kind of upset his, his life, you I think? I feel like a part of it, yeah. He's like, well, I had this big conglomerate working very well. I was making a lot of money. I was being able to live life very reasonably um Mm -hmm. very sort of evil because of like the corporations that they own but like only evil to like the environment and different things like that not like pure evil right like feeding people to sea bass and stuff like that so like he (laughs) i think he's like man i have this good thing going and now i have to babysit this guy (laughs) <laughs> right he's just kind of he's he's trying to have patience with him he he defers to him nicely though he's not like uh he's not mean to him like he i don't think he's very sarcastic or snarky to dr evil do you no but i feel like he's like low-key like oh like, this guy really can, can we move past this it's been 30 <laughs> years yeah like you said he he had it going you know, Dr. Evil wakes up and he's got to convert back to, like, full-time, you know, malevolent evil. I just love the... 
the like earnest look he gives him when we're talking about like the what kind of sea creature it is and like sea bass do not equal sharks no matter how mutated they are but he's like very earnestly saying they're mutated sea bass like yeah like he's trying to give him something so it's like it's very sad because i'm like he's doing his best here man he does he looks almost a little offended like 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 is this not good enough for you it's the best we could do and then i feel like just because he's so earnest dr evil's like okay you're right he's like we'll deal with it yeah that's a start that's something he says you know and then like like oh no you go for it no, 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 no. I don't. I probably go nowhere. Oh, I was just literally gonna be like, why would you have a slow-moving dipping me- mechanism? All of these like <laughs> very like unrealistic James Bond style torture devices. Yeah, yeah. It just unnecessarily, unnecessarily like not efficient. Mm-hmm. Or like you know, like 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 uh, the Batman TV series, they would have things like that too. Oh yeah, it's just like for like... drama, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I think Doctor Evil comes close to being self-aware here that okay, this isn't a good idea. Like when when Scott comes in and starts to starts to hassle him about the mechanism. But I think it's just he. It's just his job. It's how he's always done it. He's always had. You know, slow, dramatic devices. I wonder if, like, his dad's form of evil was like that, and he's like, I'm just doing it the way my dad taught me. Right, yeah. Carrying on the evil tradition. And Or maybe his, maybe he was just like Scott, you know? <laughs> and, you know, a little cats in the cradle type thing where his his dad was, like, even had, like, an even slower mechanism. Oh, my God, an even slower mechanism? Yeah, like maybe it's just like one sea bass that would just nibble. Just one. Just, one. just every once in a while. Yeah, it'd take weeks. He just had a koi that's pond he... and like people just drown. It wasn't anything else. Yeah. And that's why he doesn't want to watch because like, come on, this is going to take forever. He, yeah. Like, and Scott is like super practical. <laughs> he just wants to like shoot, shoot them. Yeah. Like, you, you, like Scott... I don't know, maybe Scott has a lot to learn, or maybe he has a lot to teach. I don't know which way it is, but, you know, Scott just wants to take him out. He says he has a gun in his room, and that's, you know, <laughs> I like the way he says I have a gun in my room. It's like, how do you have a gun in your room? Did Frau give it to you? <laughs> yeah. Or or he and just like, took it off know, of a henchman. He was like, I'm going to take this. Yeah, you guys aren't using it very well, so <laughs> I'm going to try working on this gun. And his his room, like you think, just like a a door slides open, and it's just like a. How old is he supposed What's to it? be? Sixteen 18? or eighteen? I think eighteen. Yeah, and he just has like a regular eighteen-year-old's room somewhere in this lair. Oh yeah, it's just like like metallic posters. And super stuff. grungy. Oh yeah, yeah. He keeps like this gun that he talks about in a box under his bed, <laughs> just waiting to do this. It's just like. He doesn't get the the finesse of like the cat and mouse of like you don't create decades worth of animosity with a person by just like shooting. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's kind of anticlimactic, isn't it? And I I think he's like, let's incorporate the drama here. Let's 
you need to figure out how to make a lifelong enemy. You can't just shoot people all the time. Like, maybe that's Dr. Evil. Like, I know it's impractical, but, like, you're going to be so bored if you're literally just shooting everyone instead of, like, right. playing with them for decades at a time. Yeah, because what do you do with the rest of your day? I mean, I'm, I'm sure know? Scott would play video games. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he'd just go back to his room again. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Evil and, and um, the rest of them would just kind of be sitting there Finishing their their meal, I guess. Is it a meal? Bless you. Wow. So I hope I hope you're not catching it. I'm (laughs) still slightly (laughs) allergic to my own cats. It's fine. (laughs) Oh no, that's okay. He'll build that up, right? right? Just the tolerance. Yeah. I. Yeah. There you go. I. Is Doctor Evil drinking? This is a very side. I paused at a very weird moment. He's drinking like something black, and I don't know if it's. Can be wine. Mm-hmm. Is it like soda? I think, like <laughs> it looks like. Does everyone have one? I, like if you if you scroll back a bit to see um, the two ladies, they both have those the same glass with the same same black like liquid. The same black liquid. I'm not sure if um Scott doesn't. Not sure. If, so that means no, he's well, definitely you know, like 18. But yeah, the other yeah, ladies I mean, do. They're they're evil, but they're not gonna like start. You know, giving underage kids booze. That just takes a little too far. All right. Yeah, that's yeah. They're, they're all just they'll get their their wine or whatever. Yeah, like um, special evil wine, oh, special maybe. Evil wine? <laughs> yeah, evil wine. Yeah. It keeps them young. Yeah, exactly. Keeps them young and evil. All that, all you know, t- after time traveling and waiting around for other people to time travel or get uh, frozen and whatnot you just drink your wine right yeah i i just realized how like very coldly scott says i'll just blow their brains out it's like you're just playing way too much i don't know i don't know if grand theft auto was around in 97 but that's what it feels like yeah he's really just like like he's acting like he's done it a million times but only in virtual reality. Yeah, really. Let's see. I feel like Grand Theft Auto like might have just come out like on like PlayStation Two or something, maybe. Oh man. But he, yeah, he's definitely a gamer, though. You think? Oh yeah. I mean, they he mentioned talking yeah. about coming back from the arcade or whatever. I don't know what types uh-huh. of games he plays, but it seems like. Not that there's a correlation between playing violent video games and being violent. He is just evil. So, I mean, that's yeah. fine. Well, this might, this might. I don't know if this will shock you or you won't be shocked at all, to that Grand Theft Auto first came out in 1997 oh. yeah. on PS1 and Windows. What? And Windows. So, oh, in Windows, God. it says. And Game Boy Color. I wonder what the, how, how good that was. How would you even play Grand Theft Auto on a Game Boy? I think it, w- it was just like a 2D, like, like sky view down. Well, you know, I'm, so I'm, you're just like driving up and down and left and I'm, right and not into a 3D world. I'm very glad that we have progressed <laughs> in video <laughs> game technology. I forgot yeah, how really. Like, really basic those Game Boy games were in the beginning. Yeah, 
you press a button, the little guy gets out of the car, press a button, he goes back into a different oh car. God. That's it. That's the whole no, thing. That and was you just it. drive around and like run people over and maybe shoot them from your car. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it was awesome because you could just do whatever you wanted to. He has, that's why Scott wears trip pants. He wears trip pants because there's enough pockets he can keep his Game Boy in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His Game Boy color in a, in a PS1 controller or something. He's always ready to go. I just imagine, like, are you ready? Are you ready to go? And he's like, I've got my stuff, so let's just go. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> That's so. Yeah, he's he's ready. To, he's ready. He's probably got a pack of cigarettes I mean, in there too. And the tension's probably high because if you remember this this conference table at the beginning of the movie, there were like countless assassins and like other evildoers around. They're all just dead. And it's really just dwindled down to like this like inner circle. Yeah, it's weird how like so it's uh, Miss uh, Alada has uh, uh, kind of gained her seat at the table. Yeah, she isn't the big kids' table, isn't she? She wasn't there before. She wasn't considered before. One, they didn't have enough chairs. Um, mm-hmm, right. Not enough trap doors. <laughs> no, you gotta. Get ready to dump them at a, at a second's notice. But no, you're right. She's there. Is there a rite of passage that each henchman has to do something to Austin before they can sit at the table? You think that's it? That would make sense. I mean, obviously not in Scott's Scott... instance because, like, he's the son yeah. with the special privileges. Right. That's why he's so out of order all the time, though. Yeah, because he doesn't get how you know? the whole process of, like, rite of passages work. Right. He's just the legacy kid. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's just there to hopefully pick up some stuff. Yeah, it's it's very it's very sparse around that table right now. But yeah, a lot is there. She's she's got her wine, she's got a little meal. She's she's there. She's 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 made it to the she's made it to the to to the show, <laughs> you know? She's there. I don't know if she really wants to be a part of the show anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Perhaps not. Oh man. But of course, Scott ends it with it's it's no hassle. So he's just like, Hey, <laughs> I, I can take care was... of this for you, Dad. Don't worry about it. Just go to my room and grab my gun. Pop pop, we're done. That's it. Right. It's no hassle. And yeah. And then we're gonna have to wait a whole day to find out what Doctor Evil's response to that suggestion is. Oh, and it's the best response. It, it answered, yeah, he's 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 winding up for it though, isn't he? You can just see his like. I want to say so much right now, in his face when mm-hmm. he's like, "It's no hassle," but. And. <laughs> but no, we're gonna have to find out if it is a hassle. We will, on minute sixty-seven yeah. for tomorrow. Right. Oh, I can barely, I can barely contain <laughs> myself. Uh. And drink by. <laughs> Drink your what? Drink my wine, I guess, or my my black wine. <laughs> Whatever Just it is sip they it have slowly there. in case it's poisoned. Yeah, that would not be good. That would not be good at all. So, are you working on any projects? Do you want to plug up the uh, Christmas? I, I guess like if you yeah, yeah, if people want to remember 
the Christmas of 2017. Uh, myself and Sean German and Pete Mummert went through, and uh, we we didn't do it in my been minute by minute. Sorry, we we went like day by day because we figured there were eat there were days certain days portrayed in the movie. So we just uh, took it day by day, and it was nice that the 2017 calendar lined up with the 1989 calendar. So like, if it was a Tuesday to Clark, it was a Tuesday to us, and that was what we did. So we we went through it and we ended on Christmas. Um, next Christmas we're gonna do Scrooged. Oh man. So that that's our that'll be our next thing, and we're gonna figure out a way to do it that we don't have to do, you know, 97 episodes of it. <laughs> and uh, so just uh, stay tuned, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You, you everybody's got something to do for. They want to reminisce on Christmas 2017, but look forward to Christmas yeah. of 2018. Exactly. Perfect. That's what we're here for. <laughs> well. Um, catch us back tomorrow for minute 67 so we can find out Dr. Evil's response to Scott. Don't forget, stay groovy. Stay groovy.